BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone. That's all you need or from your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast, and it's all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, here we are, more of the same at Dodger Stadium, unfortunately, for the Padres. Justin Turner, who had literally done nothing all year. I mean, negative war, four home runs in, I don't even know, 60 games, 70 games. It's two home runs off Joe Musgrove. Musgrove was good, just not good enough. Padres' offense was not good. Scored just one run. They had chances to do more than that. And Dodgers win game one. They've won 12 of 13 against the Dodgers dating back to last year. Jim just tweeted that the Padres have not won at Dodger Stadium since April 25th. 2021 it's the wrap-up show with john and jim as you make your way in please subscribe if you're a padres fan that's the only requirement please subscribe if you're a padres fan smash the like button for us follow us on twitter at john schaefer at jim russell sd we greatly appreciate the supers we'll get to all of them we greatly appreciate all the new members and by the way i don't know if it's active but i just put a new emoji in for members it's the you say jim it's the fuck emoji as in fuck this game (laughs) <laughs> I think it's in there. You might have to like refresh, but I think it's in there. So you can pull that up if you're a member. If you're interested in becoming a member, there's a join button down below. We'll tell you more about it as we get rolling. I want to start with Austin, and then I want to get into this. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there's a lot to break down. Austin, thank you for the super. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We'll be with you here for the next hour. Uh, Austin says, and thank you again for the super chat. Uh, over Grisham. Tired of the quote-unquote upside. Dude needs to go. Other options out there to help this team. I mean, obviously, Jim Grisham is not the reason they lost this game. He made a poor play. It didn't cost him. He's made a couple of those recently for the Padres. He's made at least three of those plays this year, at least with my recollection. Um, offensively, he had a base hit in this game. There's a terrible call third strike at him five minutes ago. Um, but no, he hasn't hit, and he has not played well. He was thrown out at home plate by Chris Taylor. Chris Taylor makes a living throwing Padres out. Um so I don't know what to say about Trent Grisham. You know, uh, I'm not going to be a Trent Grisham apologist, though. Real quick, in did you put in the our new fuck emoji as darn? I did. Okay, well, it's, it shows up. <laughs> it's the darn emoji. The darn emoji. The darn mm-hmm. emoji. Darn. Yeah, Grisham. Well, f- I will say this. In the ninth inning, that was a ball. Yeah, it was. was. A trash was call definitely. by the umpire. Definitely. Um, But the play he... 
the defensive play he made early in the game or lack thereof defensive play didn't end up hurting in the end because they run didn't score but like what are you doing and yeah, i have no idea what he's doing he I, got frozen the lights i guess it was hit right at him he just misgaged it can want can one time someone on this team have a like big hit big hit like now it's on? it's ha- i mean it's happened bef- this year but like not consistently enough like where's can we get a three-run homer on the road one time not without two men on base no it's right it's right it's right it's right and I truly believe if I mean I mean the Dodgers got lucky that they walked Luke Voigt. Luke Voigt was on yeah, he was the all pitcher. over that. Yeah. He was all over the pitcher yeah, by slow pitch. Like if he I, there was a couple fastballs there that I I the second he missed it, I'm like, he could have easily taken it the other way, and that would have gone 450 feet. Um they got lucky there. The Dodgers did. Because I I truly do think like the longer that at bat went on, which shit, it was like a 12, 11, 12 pitch 12 at bat. One, a ball was going to be hung. And I think, well, he there were two. I thought there were I know. two. He was all over. I know he missed it. He missed yep. it. It's game. It, it, he just, he just missed it. Yeah. Well, he didn't even miss it. When you foul a ball back, he was on it, but he yeah, didn't, he, didn't he, it's... he still missed it. Didn't hit it. Didn't get, get it. Get, <laughs> right. But it, it happens. <laughs> right. It happens. You know, I mean, it's um, not like he, it's hard to blame Voight for a no, 12 it was a great at bat. bat. When she walks, you it was know? a great at bat, but I'm sure that. Visalia is probably thinking to himself, I'd much rather face whoever else is behind him, which was Austin Nola. Just the way that Correct. And of course, just Nola grinds out, you know. Right. You know, just no I, pop. And you got Manny, who's playing on one leg. Um, Joe pitched great tonight, but unfortunately, you give up those just two hits to, to Turner, and that's the game. Yeah, fucking, three hits. Fucking three Justin hits to Turner. Turner, dude. He gave up three two homers. I mean, the Dodgers had five hits in this game, and they won three one. Um, you know, Musgrove was really good. He unfortunately, seven, gave up three, struck out ten. Yeah, but you know, at Dodger Stadium, you know, unfortunately, with this offense, you got to do better. I mean, that's just a fact. I mean, it wasn't good enough. I thought he was very good. It was not good enough. He's given up a couple of home runs here in his last two starts. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's not on Musgrove. I mean, Musgrove pitched really well. The problem is, we said it today on John and Jim. If you don't win tonight. If you don't win tonight with Musgrove against Bob White, his name's Mitch, but I like calling him Bob White. Who's Bob White. I mean, Mitch White was not good. I mean, they, they were all over Mitch White. He only went four and two third innings. Now their bullpen's unbelievably good. Um, but if you only score run, one run against Mitch White, you're asking for a result like this, even with a Cy Young caliber pitcher on the mound. You're at Dodger Stadium. You're a, you're asking for Joe Musgrove to be perfect or not, not allow a run how do you win scoring one run i mean it's a stupid question you you win by not allowing a run that's good luck you know right yeah so how often the, like, the padres shutting out the dodgers at dodger stadium not often no even even without bets and and with their offense down man look at these freaking offensive numbers look at bellinger's numbers look at turner's year i know why are you yelling john i'm yelling because i'm mad and this is i mean unfortunately it's like it's more of this. It's just more of the same. I mean, the series isn't made. The season isn't made. They play 15 times. But it's like you watch, you watch the Padres, and I look at the Dodgers, and I see the deficiencies. I see the differences. I see their bullpen. I see the Padres bullpen. I see their lineup. I see the Padres lineup. And it's not to say it can't be overcome. This is one game, but it's. I think if you're a Padres fan tonight, it's disappointing. It's disappointing with Joe Musgrove on the mound against Bob White. You can't win. Well, especially too because. You know, tonight, if you just look at the matchups all weekend, you got to win this game because of the matchup. Right. Tomorrow, it's Gonsolin versus Snell. 
Okay. What what are the Dodgers going to be? Minus 290 tomorrow night? Now, I will say in his career, Snell has pitched well against the Dodgers. So you got that. But you're now facing Gonsolin, who leads the league in ERA, along with Alcantara. Right. Yeah. He's got like a one. And you're facing Kershaw Sunday and Tyler Anderson, a a tough lefty, on Saturday night. Mm Mm-hmm. You're right, Jim. Tonight was the night you needed to you needed to not steal a game because Musgrove's on the mound. But tonight's one night for Padres. I don't care. I you know I said this about uh, earlier in the season when they were on a four game losing streak. Musgrove was on the mound against Corbin Burns in Milwaukee. I said I don't give a fuck who's on the other team. Like you have Joe Musgrove, you go and win that day. That's win day because your ace is on the mound. You know Joe Musgrove can match up with anybody in this game at this point in time. So I don't care who's on the other side. I don't care who you're facing. Well, win day. Uh, right. It is a win day. And that's where it's disappointing, too, because we won't see him for a week with the six man rotation, you know, and that's a long time to wait for him to come back around. Um, OK, Sam, thank you for the super. Thank you guys for the supers. Thanks for hanging out again. If you're here, if you're a Padres fan, the only requirement is you have to subscribe. Smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. The super. We appreciate it. We'll get to all the supers. You can hit that dollar sign down below. Check out our new membership program as well. You can click that join button next to subscribe. Sam says today's game shows. Shows you how crucial hitting home runs is. We strike out 12 Dodgers and we lose. Two homers decide the game. Padres need to get power. You know who hit two home runs tonight? John? Do I know who hit two other than Turner? No, I'm talking about, do you know who hit two home runs tonight in baseball? Justin Turner? And Ramon Liriano? Oh, yeah, with Oakland. I do know that, yeah. I'm just, I'm just, yeah. But he's hit what three in the year? He's hit four now. Four, okay, two that. Gotcha. Yep. Almost as almost the same amount as Justin Turner. Turner, I, Turner came in with four. I mean, Turner's wow. Turner had a six hundred OPS coming in. That's all you need to know. It's like it's it's like a, if like, Hassan huh? Kim hit two home runs tonight. Correct against like the Dodgers. <laughs> right. That's that's what essentially it was tonight. Take away the name and you just look at the stats. It's basically like the equivalent of Hassan Kim hitting two home runs tonight. But there was a certain level of like inevitability. Like, is anyone surprised Justin Turner homer twice today? For the um, no, <laughs> that's the thing, you know. And I said this. I was like, who's is there any? Is there any Dodger more annoying than Justin Turner? It just feels yeah, like this guy all are. always comes up in the clutch moments versus the Padres. True. Always, even if he's having a shitty year, which he is. It's either True. him or it's Muncy, one of those two guys. I want to tell you about uh, Mark Nimitz and Farmers Insurance. Our title sponsor, Mark, is in the chat here tonight. Put the goat emoji in the chat for Mark Nimitz. He's a San Diego and he's a Padres fan. He's as disappointed as we all are with tonight and the way the Padres have played the Dodgers over the last couple of years. Uh, if you have auto, home, renter's life, earthquake insurance needs, you call Mark. Simple as that. He'll save you $750 or more on your insurance. He can save you more money if you have an electric vehicle, by the way. Um, I've got homeowners, an earthquake through Mark. I just had a claim. He saved me literally thousands of dollars. And he made it simple, could not have made it easier. So if you need an insurance agent that is local and you want to support local businesses and a business that supports our channel here on YouTube, please go with Mark Nim. It's great service and communication. Uh, He's been with us since day one. He's passionate about the Padres. He's passionate about what he does. Auto Home Renter's Life, link down below to get to his site, get in contact with Mark Nimitz if you have any insurance needs. Yeah, all his information is above my head. farmersagent.com. When you reach out to him, let him know that John and Jim from the wrap-up show sent you. So it would be great, Faye. It would. If Snell earns his first win, the Padres are winless in seven Snell appearances this year. I don't know if the Dodgers have lost and Gonsolin's appeared. I, we know he's 
undefeated. I don't know if they've lost when he's appeared. John, they haven't won a game at Dodger Stadium since April 25th of last year. It's a good amount. How many games is that? I think it's 12. I think you tweeted it. Or no, no, it's no, seven. No. Sorry, seven games. I think it's seven games. They've lost yeah, seven straight. Great. Seven straight at Dodger Stadium. It's not good, man. Uh-uh. It's not good. And again, tough series. A lot, I would say, is on the line. It really is. If you lose three out of four, you're three and a half out. If you're swept, you're five and a half out. If you split, you're one and a half out. And if you win three out of four, you're in first place. If they somehow rally, it would be improbable <laughs> to be Gonsolin, Kershaw, and whomever else on Saturday. If you can still win this series, again, at this point, the odds of that would be low, but possible. If you win the series, you're in first place. If you lose this series, you're three and a half out. And if you get swept in the series, you're in a little bit of trouble. I mean, you'd be in a lot of trouble, honestly, because who's going to have any confidence that the Padres can play with the Dodgers in the second half of the year if they get swept at Dodgers Stadium in a four-game series? Nobody's forecasting that. But they got And I'm to sure do that. that all Padres fans will be super rational tomorrow once the connect jerseys come out in the morning as well as dealing with this loss of the Dodgers tonight before tomorrow night's game. Definitely. I don't think think anybody will be upset tomorrow. It's a new day tomorrow, right? Nobody will. I mean, Jim, they try, they tried hard. I mean, they played hard. They tried hard the game. Yeah. they, They played hard. It's okay. Good job. Good effort. I will say this about Manny. Obviously, he's not 100%. There's no scenario Manny Machado has that injury. And is, he might not be 100% this year. I have no idea. If he's going to play every day, he's not going to be 100% this year. In the first inning, I thought it was a really impressive at bat. It really was. He like stayed with a breaking pitch, looped it into left field, ends up at second base, slid in there safely. Then he scores on the Mazzara double, and you're feeling good about yourself. Now, Machado had an opportunity later in the game with a runner of third and two outs, excuse me, one out, he struck out. He ended up striking out three times in the game. Just to see Manny Machado back out there and literally leading to the only run you score is a huge positive development. That, that's it. End of story. Um, now, did they have chances in this game to score more than one run? Yes. You have to capitalize against the Dodgers. Bases loaded one out in the second. You have to score. You don't. Runner third in the fifth inning with one out. You have to score and you don't. Writing was on the wall. I texted Jim. Everyone's thinking the same thing. The world is thinking the same thing. If you have chances against the Dodgers and do not capitalize and you're the San Diego Padres, you have a very low percentage chance of winning the game, and that's what happened. You're done? No. (laughs) When you saw that Manny drove from Arizona because he didn't want to have swelling in his ankle, I mean, it's all you need to know about where he's at physically right now. And also about like his desire to perform. True, which is great. Because <laughs> you don't but, have to do that. He could have flown and taken a day to get, you know. It, no, I get it. Good. But still, I mean, dude, <laughs> that's tough, bro. You, you're literally like, how, what is that going to mean for when they travel next? Is he going to drive back from L.A. to San no. Diego? Well, like, yes, what's going to happen? Because the Padres do as well. <laughs> no, I, I okay, but what I mean is, <laughs> you know, for the next road trip or whatever they go, um, no, what are no, you going to do? I mean, the, well, the swelling's not there for forever, right? I mean, it's something. But you're also playing on it still. You're running around. You're doing stuff. You're not just right. Well, we're it. only two. I mean, it's two and a half weeks from the All Star break. I mean, he's just going to have to deal with it, you know. And then he'll get off it for four or five days, and then he's going to have to deal with it. And when's the next time we see him at third base? I don't know. Probably for a long, not for a long time. I would, I would think it would be a while. I would think so. Yeah. It's going to be I have a while. no idea. 
But on, I mean, you're right. I would rather take Manny on one leg than yeah, which is what he is. Else, yeah. What else do they have? I mean, the, listen. I give Bob Melvin a lot of credit for that eighth inning. Let me pull up this box score. He pinch hits for Hosmer with Voit. You talked about the Voit at bat. He pinch hits for Mazzara with Alfaro there. He's going for it in a two run game. I, I, he fully went for it. Mm-hmm. Fully went for it, and they still got beat. But I give Bob. He treated this thing like it was a playoff game. If you watch this thing, look at Dodger Stadium. Look at this atmosphere. This is what everyone wants that's a Padres fan. You want to be playing meaningful games with divisions on the line or, you know, playoff positioning on the line. I mean, this is what you want. I mean, a lot of teams don't have the opportunity to enjoy this. You just got to capitalize. You're going to have to win some of these games. You're going to have to win some of these games. It's going to be disappointing because they still play the Dodgers 15 times over the next 84 games. Thank you, Jared, for the super. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for your membership as well. We appreciate that. Uh, Jared says, please trade Grisham. Dude, I don't okay, know what listen, the value listen, is. Listen, 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 listen. I see this all the time on social media. I got this dude who's just saying, get rid of Nola, get rid of Grisham, get rid of this. Not you, Jared, but some but other people. Like, guys, you can't just fucking get rid of every player if they don't perform. <laughs> you can't do it. You can't be like, Nola's, Nola's not performing, get rid of the guy. Grisham's not performing, trade his ass. Voight's not performing, get rid of him. Like, that's not how this works, okay? It, you need these guys to just step up and perform instead of just saying, kick him off the team. That's not how this works. Yeah, but what do you do, Jay? Okay, and this is you saying that. I, I, not really. What if he doesn't hit all year? You play Well, him? then you make adjustments and you make moves. You see what, do, you, you well, see what they're doing with Hazen right now, right? Well what, well, what are we waiting for on Grisham, the trade deadline? You think, you think Trent Grisham is the center fielder? No. For a World Series caliber team? Uh, at this point in time, no. But well, also, they've they're got $230 million day, in payroll. So they're, they... not pl- they're not playing Grisham every day. Oh, they're playing Grisham a lot. They're, pl- they're, also, they're also playing... Uh, not Alcantara. Fucking... Azokar. Uh, they're playing Azokar a good amount as well. I, I yeah. would bet a lot of money Azokar's been in the lot tomorrow. I mean, listen, as bad as Grisham has been, and it feels like he's been very bad, you go to baseball reference, his war is one. So it's not some awful, awful, awful year. I told you Justin Turner has a negative 0.6 war this year coming in. So, like, he'd been bad. You can hear the train, by the way, in the background. My window's open. Um, I'm just looking here. I mean, how many games has Grisham appeared in this year? 60-something. Why can't I find that? Blame this train. It's the loudest train I've ever heard in my life. It's the loudest train in the world. No, he's appeared in. This is his 75th game. Okay. How many games have they played? You know, I mean, again, maybe he's getting into games of defensive replacement or he's pinch hit here and there, but he's playing a lot. He's playing a lot, but you have no other options, bro. And Zokar's it. And you think that Breller's going to make a trade at this very moment in time. Now we think he should, but he's not going to. So you put Grisham in the bottom of your order, which which is what they're doing, and you hope you get something out of him. Yeah, yeah, right. You're saying you you can just wait on it. No, again, he's not he's individually. Not no one or third. Well, individually, no one's the reason why things occur. You know what I mean? Like it's it's never as simple as that. I'm just thinking about it from a like, what's the goal here? It, how if you spend two hundred thirty million in payroll, you shouldn't have gaping holes. Gaping. We said this on opening day. Agreed. 
that this team for the payroll they have, even without Tatis or even with Tatis has a lot of holes. You have, you went into the season with three fucking outfielders, bro. <laughs> like, no, you're that's, right. That's you're crazy. Right. I mean, I want to talk about Ruiz for a second because, and we've talked about him a lot. It's not like, oh my gosh, what about Estuary Ruiz? But, and I don't know what he's done here over the last four to seven days, but I do know that in El Paso, he's still got a 1,038 OPS. And for the year, he's got a 1071 OPS in 68 games. I mean, what are we waiting for with Ruiz? Like, if Grisham isn't hitting and you have a guy that's having an out-of-the-world year, when will they turn to him? I don't, and I'm just asking the question. I mean, they know more about it than I do. I mean, clearly they I do. I, 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 mean, I would like to see something different. I know you would. Um, but it, but it's but I highly doubt it's going to happen because if it hasn't happened now, it's not it's not going to happen. Right, right. What's like, it going to take? They're not going to happen. Right. They're not going to have like a epiphany, 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 epiphany <laughs> overnight <laughs> here and be like, oh shit, let's bring up Ruiz. Like right. if it hasn't happened no, now, right. it's not happening. It doesn't have a lot of well, it doesn't have a lot of AAA time. It's only been a AAA for a couple of weeks. And this is his first like landmark year in the minor leagues where he's put everything mm -hmm. together. Right. But like strike while the iron's hot. I mean, you know, I, Matt Batten's a great story. 32nd round pick in 2017 that reaches the big leagues and they need an infielder, not an outfielder with the Alcantara move. But maybe now is the time to think about putting your foot on the gas pedal. Maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe if they lose three or four this weekend, it will cause massive changes on Monday. Probably not. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, sometimes it's like drastic times call for drastic measures. I don't know if this is like, it'd be like super drastic, but you lose three or four. Now you're five. Now you're three what, and a half, three and a half back. Not the end of the world, but again, it just proves like, Hey, we can't beat the Dodgers. You know? Mm -hmm. And that's like the most annoying part of this whole thing. The biggest issue here, and not like Ruiz is Mark McGuire or Sammy Sosa, like you talked about. And a quick fix is Fernando Tatis Jr.'s health. I mean, obviously, they'd have a much better slug as a team and more home runs as a team if Tatis was healthy this year. But that's just not the case. So, mm -hmm. you know, you look to the second half of the year, this is one of the worst slugging teams in baseball. A team with one of the you know lowest power outputs in baseball is it fixed with Tatis alone? No, that cannot be the answer. And I and I've, I'm a big proponent of Tatis. We all are, but like he's going to play Max Jim 68 games. That's when the the second half after the All Star game. Tatis's 68 games are not going to make the Padres the 14th best team in slug mm -hmm. in baseball. Mm -hmm. They've got some real work to do to add power to this lineup, and I don't know how they're going to do it. To be honest with you, with the salary factors at play pushing up against the cbt i don't know what the options are going to be it's but it's got to be more than tatis it's going to have to be more than tatis mm -hmm. uh i agree <laughs> <sighs> um so yeah i mean grisham again no it's not the reason um it's funny how many times have the padres had a 3-1 lead in nathan in that they've blown this year and of course the dodgers the Dodgers. The, the Dodgers. Dodgers. Of course, the Dodgers have a 3-1 lead in the Padres. Like, I'm waiting for that moment from the Padres. Overcome that deficit in a big game. You know, and Voight, like you said, had that at bat. They had chances. They had men on base. They had the tie run at the plate. 
Mm-hmm. But it just didn't happen tonight. And th- th- tonight does not make the season. It just doesn't. But you know you know what? They've lost four or five. They lost three straight. They salvage a game in Arizona. They lose tonight. They're one and four in their last five. And this is a tough weekend. Mm-hmm. So they're not playing great baseball. I mean, nope. factual, right? They're not playing great baseball. No, it's right. 100%. They, they just... This is, this is a bad stretch. This is a tough stretch for them right now. And if you want to look at like from 30,000 feet, bigger picture here, mm-hmm. um, they're still in good position. They haven't, this is not a fall off the cliff type of no uh, week and a half here. You know, you're five and five this week since last Sunday. Yep. Um, the six, nothing thinks stings. Now it does. Now, if you want to go further back, you got swept in Colorado. You're five right. and eight in your last thirteen. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. They're not playing good baseball, so I mean, it, it feels yeah. like it, and it's it's accurate. Like they're not playing good baseball. Period. Now, why injuries, bullpen, blown six nothing leads and five two leads against the Phillies? They're not playing good baseball. And if they allow this to linger, this five and eight stretch becomes 10 and 16, double it. If five and eight becomes 10 and 16, they've got problems on their hands. When you look around the National League and you look at the San Francisco Giants and the Philadelphia Phillies, Atlanta's red hot. So it needs to end sooner rather than later. And that's why I'm kind of preaching the, hey, let's let's quicken the pace a little bit front office with trying to put this thing back on the tracks. Maybe they deem it to be Machado and Tatis. Understandable. I get it. Maybe they think starting pitching will carry the day. I get it. Maybe they think bullpen help is coming very soon. I understand it. But like you just said, I'm glad you mentioned that. It feels like they're not playing good baseball, and they're not. Because you don't go 5-8 and eight over 13 games and be a, a great baseball team. And they're not a great baseball team right now. Oh, they're not. They're, they are an average baseball team, and they are a team that is like – uh, teetering teetering this 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 is a, this is a part of your season and we said it like you can't go down the same path you did last year you got to make sure you just you weather the storm here until you get Tatis back or you make a trade you can't have any big time injuries knock on all the wood possible so this is a this is a tough stretch for the Padres you go 11 and 9 in that 20 game stretch of teams under 500 and you need to make sure this thing doesn't go south like it did last year. I agree with rich, by the way, I do feel that way. You know, I mean, I get it. There's circumstances at play. You can't just make a trade June 30th because you want to, it doesn't work that way. So there's circumstances at play. Sometimes you have to wait until the middle or the later portion of July to really make a sizable move, but I don't know if they can wait either. I don't know. I really don't. I mean, I look at this lineup, at least the way it's performing. I'm like, do I have a lot of faith that no, they're going to, you know, put together a six and two stretch over eight games. They're capable because they're pitching. If it's done with their pitching, that won't surprise me. I just, that Cubs series feels like a lifetime ago. I know. And the Cubs were a quad a team. So take it for what it's worth, but at least they beat the shit out of them. True. True. You know, I agree with you. Um, okay, if you're making your way into the chat, please subscribe. We have your year-round Padres content for you. We ask that you subscribe if you're a Padres fan. Please smash the like button for us. Please follow us 
on Twitter as well, at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. If you want to make sure we get your comment, you can use that super function, a great way to support this channel. Please consider joining our brand new membership program as well. In fact, I think we're one member away tonight from getting another emoji, Jim. Here's the brand new membership program. You're getting custom emojis like Jim's face or you're an idiot or angry Jim. Can I say that? Um, it's so the darn, it's the darn emoji, but it says it's the, it's our special, it's like the F curse star, star K. Yeah. It's our special curse word emoji. So you're getting all the custom emojis and the more members we have, the more emojis you receive. You're getting badges to show off your loyalty based on how long you're a member of the channel and you're getting exclusive members only content, which includes like photos of Jim and I in studio. So you're getting members only content. You can become a member by clicking that join button down below. You're getting the emojis. And you're getting the custom badges. We appreciate your support of the channel. Nothing's changing on the channel. As you guys can see, we're doing this every single night, by and large, following Padres game games. This is year-round, obviously, for us as well. Um, so we appreciate your support uh, by considering that membership as well. Um, in regards to – how do I take this off, Jim? There we go. You know, in regards to this game, I mean, they scored a first-inning run, Jim, off Bob White. And they had an op- opportunity to go up 2 nothing there, but – uh, Turner had, or not Turner, but Taylor just made a, I mean, he made a great throw and you can't really say anything about that. Thank you, Rich. Oh, buddy, Rich. Welcome. Welcome to the club. Everyone's getting another emoji come tomorrow because of Yay. Rich. Thank you, Rich. Now I think that emoji might be angry. John, I had angry John in for today, but I substituted for the FCCK emoji. It was much needed. It was much needed. It much really needed. was. Yeah. It really was. So thank you, Rich. Yeah. Um, oh, that is great. Yeah. Female John and Jim emojis. Wow. Soon we'll see how that we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. If Everyone's win, got great ideas. Hey, if they be, if they win three or four against the if they win the next three against the Dodgers, female 1, emojis, thousand percent female emojis coming. Call us out on that. Yep. If Clip they it. win three out of four. But you're right. They sh- they could have gone up. Shoot, they could have gone up more than two nothing. Who was who flied out to right when Chris Taylor threw out Grisham? Was it? Did someone uh, put that in the chat? Was it Profar? Was it? Maybe. I'm not sure. Um, well, it, it had to have it been someone. Like it, was, it had to have been someone at the top of the lineup because Grisham was hitting what eighth tonight? Right. It does. I think Profar is right, Jim. Yeah. And I thought he hit it deep, but it was Profar. Thanks, guys. I thought it hit it deep enough to score a run, and I thought Taylor at least like double clutched initially. I'm like, Grisham's going to score. It was a weird play. It was a great throw. It had to be a good throw. It was a good throw. Did Grisham even like slide? It was a weird end to the play. Like, I didn't think Grisham did all in his – I hate to just rip on it. By the way, I'm not trying to rip on Trent Grisham. I'm really not. I'm not at all. I, I thought it was an awkward angle he took. I don't know if, if you know what I'm talking about. He, he just ran through it. You know, he didn't do everything in his power to avoid the tag. I didn't think it was a great throw from Chris Taylor, but um, like they could have scored more than a run there. Bases loaded, one out. Like, what if someone finds a gap? Like, you could blow the game open there. You could have won the game right there with a base hit, and they didn't. And the Dodgers made a play, which is crazy to think. At the end of the game, you're like, shit. They had an opportunity there in the first to really make a dent. Not like a huge dent, but just like, hey, go up two nothing. Yeah. Musgrove's yep. on the mound. He was pitching pretty damn good. Like anybody that's upset at Musgrove tonight, you need to check. You need to check yourself. Do pitch right. great. No. Yeah, and don't and don't come don't come with. Well, Bob Melvin should have took him out after that. No, like 
He threw like zero pitches in this game. Right. He was at like 66 pitches through like six innings. <laughs> right. No, I don't see any reason why. I mean, who do you have more confidence in coming out of that bullpen in the seventh inning? Chris Matt did great tonight, by the way. Right. He did. But I mean, why would you turn things over mm-hmm. from your best starter? No, dude. Who's thrown 80 pitches or 70 pitches? Um, Musgrove was, Musgrove was, I'll say Musgrove was really good tonight. And unfortunately, they needed great Musgrove. But that's also not fair to Joe. Like one time, can you pick his ass up, please? Offense, I agree with you. I agree. Time. I'm with you. I thought it to your point. You know, it's so easy to say a pitch or two away from an unbelievable outing. I think at the end of the day, it's a very good outing. It wasn't a great outing. These three runs, you know, it just wasn't good enough. The two home runs were, you know, it's hard. It and it sucks. Runs, to, and like, I don't even want to say that because he went seven, gave up three, struck out 10. And he only gave up, you know, the, he made two mistakes tonight. That was it. And that right. was both to, to Justin Turner. And so when you look at that, you're like, how can you say that's not a great outing? If most, if you just look at that from a, a box score, you're like, it's, it's a pretty damn good outing. But Ryan, unfortunately, we, with his offense, you need to be great. Did we miss the Super, Ryan? Like tonight or is the second time that you've joined us on the wrap-up show in Super? We appreciate your support either way. Uh, Ryan says, time for another bat. Second time I've Supered. I, I do agree. I think it is time for – and here's the thing with the Tatis bat. It's not tomorrow. Like it's you're not solving anything in the short term with Tatis. You're solving something maybe in the long term, but not in the short term. Not tomorrow, not a week from tomorrow, not two weeks from tomorrow. Hopefully not long after that. But yes, it feels as if, you know, Void has power. Absolutely. He can run into a ball. Alfaro can run into a ball. There's no question about that. But neither of them have had like a Kyle Schwarber year, Jim, where they don't hit for average, but they hit for power. They've hit for a little bit of power. Mm-hmm. But it's not crazy power that they've shown. They've, they've shown some level of power. There's no question about that. But they could use that guy that the opponent fears when he's in the batter bo- batter's box. We know that's Machado. We know that's Tatis. But who else is it? Dude, uh, nobody. <laughs> not right now. Nobody. And I would be shocked if they actually get anybody like that mm-hmm. this year. It's not going to be Brian Reynolds. It's definitely not going to be Juan Soto. It's not going to be, I mean, Trey Mancini. <laughs> like, you know, you're, you're, it's just not going to happen. Who's Preller our boy? Tr- Santander. Santander. Yeah. That's a real big threat. Homers. Preller tried. He tried for Jose Ramirez. He went, he went big swinging like he always does. He tried for Jose Ramirez. Didn't work. So now you got to deal with what you got. Do you want to thank Aura for their support of the wrap-up show? Their co-founder, Will, is in town for the next couple of weeks. He's a San Diegan, lifelong Padres fan, runs a great company, has offices in San Diego. You click this Take the Quiz button, you're getting 30% off your first order. 30%. These are plant-based nutritional products that can improve your health and your family's health as well. I'm talking about probiotics. As you know, I take one every single day from Aura for digestion and heart and mental um, also you can take the proteins after workouts. Jim takes those. They have pre-workout supplements. They have omega-3 oils for you, all plant-based, by the way. They have um sleep supplements and immunity supplements. I mean, they just have so many products, something for everyone. All of it is plant-based. There's a link down below. You can shop as you watch and listen to the wrap-up show. But if you want to support this channel and a local business that supports this channel, please consider aura ora.organic. And there's a link down below. Yeah, go to the website right now, aura.organic. Take the quiz. You're going to get 30% off your first order. They have everything you need to live a healthy lifestyle. All of their products are vegan-based and all organic. 
They're like the best thing for you on the market. The pre-workout supplement I take the most. It's the raspberry lemonade flavor. It will, it's it's amazing. Tastes great. Jitter-free. You won't have this super crash like all pre-workouts give you. It's organic-based. Go there right now. Check out the website, aura.organic. 30% off your first order. When you take the quiz, you'll thank us later. Thank you, Aura, for your support. Thank you, JD's Third, for your support with the Super. Thank you guys for the Supers. Great way to support this channel. You can click that dollar sign down below. He says, Chris Taylor threw out Grisham. I remember this game vividly. Um, in Was it August? Okay, August 5th of 2020. I don't recall being that early in that pandemic season. Maybe that wasn't early. I forget. Um, remember that? Grisham was thrown out to end the game. Did Machado was Machado in the batter's box and he lifted a ball to left and then Taylor in left threw him out. Yeah, second time it's happened. Fuck, I don't want. I dude, I tried to about some of these plays about that game, dude. How about the Mookie Betts catch down that game in San Diego? Oh my god, we were in studio and we literally almost punched. We like punched a wall. Again, it's like the difference can be a play. You know, the Dodgers make an additional play. One of these days, things will change. Maybe I don't know. I mean, while we're still living, hopefully. That would be that's tough. That's tough, John. That's a tough ask, bro. We only have so much time. Yeah. I'm trying to see what else happened in this game. Um, I mean, that's basically what happened in this game. You know, offense. Not a lot happens if you score one run. You mm-hmm. know, not a lot happens. Nope. Or Silo at first. Thank <laughs> you, Sean. <laughs> Dude, that's a conversation. I mean, obviously, pinch hitting for Hosmer, sitting Hosmer. I mean, like you said, I mean, clearly he's losing playing time. We're all in favor of it. I give Bob Melvin credit because Hosmer's still, you know, hopefully in line and a leader, quote unquote, in the clubhouse. But, you know, he's not going to play if he's not performing like the team needs him to perform. Hosmer in this game was hitless. He's got a 734 OPS, far from the worst on the team, but not a great number for obviously a first baseman in the big leagues. His defense has been. What at best okay, mm-hmm. so he's he's losing. He is he's losing a little bit of playing time, and you know as the team isn't playing good baseball, it's like Bob Melvin's making decisions that hopefully benefit you know wins and losses. Right, right. Good talk. You're welcome. The 16 inning game was an absolute disaster. I mean, you don't lose 12 of 13 without a lot of disasters. I don't care who you're playing. Oh my god, the second. You know? Oh my god, the. Uh... 16 inning game dude well that's when the season was over because that's when they lost faith in their manager so literally that was the beginning of the end right that's that's the day that tingler signed his <laughs> walking, know, walking papers, papers. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um Faye, i don't know a lot about him i mean i think it's a great story i'm very happy for him 37th or 32nd round pick to reach the big leagues i'll Had give nice you my in el paso i'll give you my two cents no <laughs> jim's such a hater not a hater, just real. I mean, just, I mean, I don't know how can I be excited about somebody that I have no idea about? Well, did you have Google? Too hard, John. He didn't, he couldn't Google Matt Batten on a day where no, the world hard. changed in college football. Manny Machado returned and KD went to, um, too much going wherever on. He's there was too much going on today. I didn't have enough time. Didn't have enough time, John. <laughs> Sad Friar. Thanks for hanging out with us as always. Sorry we were talking to San Diego State earlier today. Thanks for sharing so with us. Uh, Sad Fryer with the Super says, if AJ waits, we'll be at 500 when Tatis returns. See, this is the fear. I've seen this type of commentary on social media during parts of this year when the Padres haven't played their best baseball. This is the fear of Padres fans. You're 14 over. 
You're not at the halfway point. We all saw 2021. If you wait and wait and wait, like, are they going to come back to earth? Have they played over their skis through 78 games? Dude, if they're 500 by the time Tatis returns, something went horribly wrong. Horribly, because, okay, how many games were you thinking, Jim? 20 or whatever? Until Tatis returns? Yeah, just throw out a number for me. 25? 25. Okay, so to give up 14 games in a 25-game stretch means you have to go 5-20. and 20. That would be a disaster. Right. You'd be a game under if you went 5-20 and 20 from here to Tatis. So that would be – I mean, that would literally be a disaster where who knows – at that point, everything's, you know, on the line. I would be drinking myself to death on this channel if they went 5-17 and 17 or 5-15. and 15. <laughs> Or five and twenty. I, I can't see that because of the pitching. I don't care no. about the offense. I can't mm-hmm. see it because of the pitching. Now, could I see five and eight again, like we've just seen? Yeah, of course. Because the offense isn't bailing out the pitching, like you said. Musgrove, good, good offense. You're good. Bad offense, you're in trouble. Right. And the offense is pressing, and the pitchers are too because they know if they give up two runs, they got to. They don't have a great chance of winning. Maybe that's over, you know, exaggerating, but it feels like that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Isaiah, thank you for the super. Isaiah, thanks for hanging out. Thanks, guys, for hanging out with us on uh, whatever night it is, Thursday. Uh, He says, I know we need a bat, but do we really want another Preller trade to blow up in our face a year from now? Our farm system is already thin. Yeah, but I mean, you got to look at what the trade is. Sean Manai is a good trade. Uh, Taylor Rogers is a good trade. Uh, You know, Luke Voigt has done things, not a lot, but Mm -hmm. for the prospect they gave up, Take it. Yep. Um, uh, Joe Musgrove it was a good trade. You Darvish has been a good trade. You know, no, you're right. You're right. Jake Cronin has been a good trade. Now, Man, I love granted, the positive, Jim. Oh, granted, there has been a lot of trades that have literally blown up in their face. You're absolutely right, Isaiah. <laughs> Don't get me <laughs> wrong. Faro signing or whatever right. was a trade, technically. But I will, I will be fair here and say that, you know, oh, by the way, Alfaro, too, that's another trade. Um, I will, I will say there are trades that have worked out for Preller. Mm-hmm. Not all of them. Definitely not all of them. You know, but you got to give credit where credit's due sometimes, even though it's it's hard. You know, this is here's an interesting one. I want to just pull this up. The Dave Roberts pushing the right buttons. You know, he he goes to his bullpen after four and two thirds. He makes moves in inning with his relievers which is not saying the Padres have done as much of after getting outs or in the midst of clean innings. Um, you know, I think some would say at times that a manager like Dave Roberts may overmanage. I think he is the winningest manager in the history of baseball, right? By winning percentage. I believe that's right. Yes. I, and he's got a very good roster. I mean, he's had some of the best rosters in baseball for a decade. Um, th- this roster maybe isn't his best because it's not fully healthy mm-hmm. without like a Walker Bueller, um, without a Mookie Betts. I mean, you're, you're talking about, Huge pieces, like a Fernando Tatis Jr. piece, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it sucks. When you lose a game like this, of course they pulled all the right buttons, you know? They allowed one run. Yeah. I mean, Dave Roberts rubs me the wrong way just at a lot, a lot of times. Yeah. Yep. No, um, I'm with you. I'm not like – I mean, it is what it is, you know? But you're right. It, it also is what it is. Like, he, he wins a lot of baseball games. Now, granted, it's probably – I mean, sometimes you look at it and you're like – is it the players or is it the manager? In that case, it's I mean, when you buy when you buy your team, it's true. Much easier. Yep. No, nope. you're 100 percent right. I do agree with that. 
I do. Um, I want to tell you guys about our brand new partner here on the wrap up show. And the way I'm going to do that is by pulling up this um, advertisement for Omar Sanchez at Edge Home Finance, our brand new partner here on the wrap up show. You see that QR code on the screen. You can scan it and get to his site and find out everything you need to know. He's here to help Padres fans with their mortgages. Simple as that. You can text Omar right now. You can scan that QR code. Oh, Siri's talking to me right now. Or you can text 619-387-7798. That's 619-387-7798. He's your San Diego native mortgage broker. San Diegan, that's a huge Padres fan that went to San Diego State that supports this channel. We ask that you support him as well. If you're looking to buy your dream home or refinance to consolidate your debt, if you're in the process of buying or refinancing and would like a second opinion to make sure you're getting the best possible deal, you call or text Omar for a free consultation. And also, if you're a realtor, Omar is looking for local partners as well. If you want to get into your dream home, please get in contact with Omar Sanchez, a supporter of the wrap-up show at Edge Home Finance. Yeah, the QR code there will take you right to his website, 619-387-7798. You can text him any time of the day with any mortgage or loan questions. He will respond to you always. So hit up Omar. He will help you out, 619-387-7798. Or scan the QR code now in the top corner. Whoa, now the top, whatever it is, to uh, take you right to his website. Oops. Thanks, Omar. It's fine. Thanks, Omar. Thanks for your support. Shout out, Omar. Here's my question for Padres fans. It has nothing to do with what Machado did at the plate tonight. One for fourth, a double. It's a decent night in the big leagues. Um, three strikeouts, obviously. My question is, is anyone concerned about his health? Like, is that a huge concern that he's not going to be playing like he played before the injury? He'll be playing, but he won't be playing to the same level because he's never going to get that thing fully healthy. I mean, that, that's that got to be a concern because we know at 100% he's among the best players in baseball when yeah. he's going right. Now, if he's at 80 or 90% right. for a 60-game stretch, is that going to be enough of Manny? And, and the thing here with this particular injury is everybody knows about it. Can't hide it, right? Last mm -hmm. four years with the Padres, there were rarely any times we really knew what he was dealing with. Like, we knew he kind of had a shoulder thing, but we didn't know how or when it happened. I mean, I think it was actually during that one of the Dodger games, and he was, like, literally running around the bases and his arms, like, out of his socket. Hmm. But, I mean, other than that, he's had nicks and bruises here and there that we have not heard about or really seen when they happened. This is the first major injury with Machado where we know exactly what happened. We know how bad it was, kind of. It just looked, it looked really bad. And everybody else knows it. So whenever he goes into a slump or whatever it is for the rest of the season on, you could potentially point to that injury as a big reason why. Yep. And I agree with Sean. No one player can carry a whole offense. True. No. Factual. And you can't do it all year. It's impossible. And then I agree with Dan as well, who says, well, 80% is better than anything else. I think 60% is. You know, I really do. I do feel that way, but I prefer the 100% version. We're just not going to get it. I don't know when we're going to get it. I, my guess is we'll get it. I'm sure the ankle will recover. I would think, you know, with treatments. It's just hard to recover something when you're like playing on every it. day on the fly. Mm -hmm. Like you're still going to be DHing. And what if you do get a ball hit in the, in the gap? Like is Manny just going to start walking? Like, no, he's going to run. <laughs> So right, I was thinking that today. I'm like, oh man, like, I know. And he, it, it, it was, it, it was like cringeworthy. You're like, oh no, please. 
you know. Do you, you have Melvin post game? Can we pull? Uh, if, see if we can find that. Curious to see what Melvin had to say about this game. I mean, I, I saw a comment in the chat. I don't see it right now, but someone said like, you know, you have your ace on the mound. You just lost on a bullpen day for the Dodgers. Like your ace against Bob White. I know it's not his name, and their bullpen Mitch is White. better than your ace. Yeah, not good. It's great. I mean, that's a tough lineup to navigate through. You know, he's our best guy. He just had trouble with one, literally one guy tonight. And, uh, you know, tip your hat to, to Turner, but Joe pitched great. What do you think of Manny out there? Did, did you think that the ankle had any uh, issue with him when he was out there hitting? I don't know. We'll find out tomorrow. He, he's never going to say that it's bothering him. Um, so we'll see. But gets a base hit his first time up after not seeing any live pitching for 10 days. Not a shock. Offensively, what did you think of what they were able to do, or what did you think of the challenge? I guess. Yeah, you know the the you know the pro far the potential sack fly with the bases loaded. That was a, a big you know big point in the game where we don't score a run, they come back and score a run after that. So big momentum swing there. Um, didn't have a ton of chances after that, but you know a chance to to break it open a little bit more that inning. You had to feel pretty good in the eighth. You haven't been able to unload a bench like that in a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, they're, they're, that's the one, that's the lefty that we're going to try to go after a little bit more with right handers. So we've, we felt good with the guys we were bringing up there. Um, you know, Afar has done a nice job for us, got some power with a guy on base. And Luke ended up with, you know, really good at bat, but walking. But um, that was probably our best chance after, you know, the first couple innings. Is that those? Like you go left, left, left there. Is that knowing you have those guys on the bench and also some of your left-handed hitters there have had success against yeah. lefties? Yeah. That side fly you referred to, it's so early in the game, but a play like that can Im impact. It does. It takes a run off the board for us, and then they come back and score a run and, and tie the game right after that. So, and there's different times of the game where there's, you know, it, it swings a little bit as far as the momentum goes. That was one. Yeah, he's not happy. No, and he shouldn't be. I'm not happy. I, I don't. I hope the clubhouse isn't happy. I know they're not. I mean, I think they have a, a good clubhouse. I know they do with Musgrove and Machado. Um, I'll say that, Hosmer, you know. I'll say this going back to a point of like, what big bats out there? Like, you're not getting Reynolds. You're not getting Soto. Contreras. That's it. That's the bat. But it's, I don't I see mean, it. That's, that, I don't see it either because it's going to be a bidding war and, and money. Bidding and money. war and money. Yeah, you really want to go with the luxury tax here if you're not going to get rid of Hosmer well, and Myers this year, like right? And why did they do it before the season? If they didn't do it before the season, why are they doing it in the season? Uh, right, like, right. what changed? Your expectations going into the season were to make the playoffs. Your expectations now in season are to make the playoffs. Mm -hmm. So you're going to go all in. They should have already been all in at two thirty, two hundred thirty million dollar payroll. I don't I see how it changes. Now, could you trade Snell? I mean, I'm making it up. Like, could you? Could you move yeah. Drew Pomerantz? It's not happening. Can you move a contract? Maybe, maybe. I mean, but I read the trade rumors yesterday. It seems unlikely. Why would anyone want Will Myers? Why would anybody? What do you want, <laughs> Eric Hosmer? Why would anybody exactly. want Drew Pomeranz? Why would anybody want Blake Snell? Yep. You know, and Snell's the one that may, I don't know. Maybe someone would have interest. I don't. I don't know why. If they've yeah. been watching, they shouldn't. But maybe someone would. Right. And you know, I always think it's the funniest thing if like fans get upset or not upset, but like complain about going over. Like it's not. It's not our money. Who cares if they go for the lecture checks? I don't care. Yeah, but it's not about that right now, Jim. It's not, and I know. And it, 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 they I'm don't go is, over, so it is a concern. No, I know, but what I'm saying is, like, 
you got Peter Seidler here probably thinking to himself, why should I go over when you haven't even won anything yet with the peril I'm giving you? Right, right. Like, oh, I'm supposed to spend more money to what? Get win four more games? <laughs> Is it going to win four more games? Like that's the that's the thing. If this was a missing a lot. if this was a missing piece, you come off a deep playoff run last year, you win a series, and now you're in a situation where like you have all the pieces ready to go and you feel truly like this is it, and you have a pretty healthy team, that's when you go all in. I agree with you. Yeah, I don't I don't know what to say. I mean, I, I think we'll be active at the deadline. I think we'll be handcuffed a little bit by financial constraints. I still think he's gonna try to improve this roster. He claimed last year he improved his roster with Frazier and Marisnik and Hudson, and he didn't. He was lying. He was lying to everyone's faces. <laughs> He's got to do better than that this time around. I know, especially when the Dodgers go out and get Max Scherzer, when the Giants go out and get Chris Bryant. You have to expect the top of the National League to get better. The Dodgers, the Dodgers, the Dodgers will make serious runs in a month, starting pitching because of Bueller's injury. Yeah. they'll do what they have to do and it should come as no surprise when they acquire Luis Castillo or Wilson Contreras or whatever. So you need to be prepared for that because if you think for one second, the Dodgers will not drastically impact their roster at the deadline, you're fooling yourself. Mm-hmm. So prepare for their splash. Know that it's coming, prepare but honestly, for forget about the splash. Contre- c- c- prepare for Castillo, prepare for give me another pitcher on the market. That's like out there is doing real, really well, you know, like prepare for that. But also prepare to like just go beat them. You know who cares with the one Dodgers fucking time? Play? That'd yeah, be cool. Exactly. That'd be cool. Like like that'd be really cool. You know if you if you I don't know win a season series against the Dodgers for the first time in forever. That'd be cool. One and three this year. Fifteen games to play. Long uh, season. No, they're one and four now. Wrong. You're right. <laughs> three game series. That was two or three. <laughs> It's been a long day, man. It's I been do. A long day. It's been a long day. I know. I know. My head's All still right. spinning. <laughs> I know. What a day, man. It really was. Aztec stuff, USC, yeah. UCLA, Padres. I mean, I was so pumped. I am pumped for this series. I really am. But disappointing start to it. With Musgrove, I really did expect more. I, when they got that first inning run, I'm like, okay, they came to play, you know? And when I saw Musgrove was so efficient and the strikeout yeah. numbers were high, it was just one batter. Like you said, he's right. It was. It was Justin Turner. I mean, nobody else right. did anything. That's the pitcher who'll be a Dodger, Frankie Montas. Yeah, exactly. Or Castillo. Yeah. I mean, these things are going to happen. And, you know, just prepare for that to happen. We'll be upset. But I, I guarantee you, I guarantee to you right now, they will be active. The Dodgers will be at the deadline. I guarantee it, unfortunately. Um, all right, Jim. This has been fun. Good luck tomorrow on your radio show. What? John and Jim tomorrow at 3 to 6. I will be I, – I told my wife where I'm going to be, so I can say now. Lake Tahoe for my wife's 40th. Um, what? Did you know that or no? Bro, it's 11 o'clock. What? What? You're not going to be there tomorrow? <laughs> what, on our radio show? Bro. Dude, you know this. Jim's such an idiot. Now, the plan is – I'm bringing stuff. The plan is to do some wrap-up shows. Uh, because it's Padres Dodgers. Stop! You're on vacation with your wife. It's for her birthday. Chill. See, this is why you'd be a good husband. Chill, bro. Chill. It's okay. Unless they hit a walk. Unless not walk off. Unless they hit like a two run homer in the bottom of the the top of the ninth inning. 
You're saying we're just taking the weekend off? Chill, bro. Chill. Well, what are you doing tomorrow night? I don't know. <laughs> you, you, here, hold on. Like Dan says, fly solo, man. They win. <laughs> Jim is so soft, man. I, I can't take no, a loss. It's going to be, no, it's not going to be Jim and Ben tomorrow. It's going to be Ben. <laughs> I, might have ben I might just say, hey, Ben, log into the wrap up show and do a show. Ben, do a show. We're doing one. I'm doing one over the weekend. John is soft. He is. Uh, and then Pedro says, "You're not a. You're out." He's Why out. is it soft me? Because it, because when 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 you take a day off, I do the solo. Oh heaven forbid! We have uh, we can't take a day off. Oh my goodness! Jim, are they're playing the Dodgers. They're playing the Dodgerses. Exactly. All right. Thank you for your support of this channel. Please subscribe. I'm not the one that planned a trip on the weekend of the Dodger series. Right. But exactly. That's why you should do the show because you didn't plan a trip. Um, okay. Thank you for support. Subscribe. We have your own Padres content. That's what we ask. Uh, please smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. If you're here on tape delay, if anyone says anymore, you can hit that thanks button. Uh, thank you for support of the channel with the supers and the memberships. You can click that join button down below. Please support our sponsors, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance, Auto Home, Runner's Life, Earthquake Insurance. Mark's our title sponsor. He can save you $750 on your insurance at the link down below. ORA.organic. Their co-founder, Wills of San Diego. And you can take 30% off your first order by clicking that take the quiz button. Link down below. And you can scan the QR code on the screen right now for Omar Sanchez, our newest partner at Edge Home we'll have Finance. Well, we're going to have Hacksaw do the show this weekend. <laughs> He'd be like, what am I doing? It's not what a bad this? idea. He started rambling about like random, like in NHL news today, the Colorado Avalanche had their parade in Colorado. <laughs> Jim, I'll see you in the office Monday, July 4th. Perfect. I'll see you then. <laughs> have a good fourth, guys. Take care. <laughs>